Hey, it's Princess Havoc, your favorite BBW adult star and host of Causing Havoc, along with the fabulous Bobby Lucas, where we talk about anything and everything. Come follow the dopamine with us Sundays at noon, now with video, part of the premium smoke room family and streaming exclusively on Anchor and Spotify. Run, don't walk to subscribe now. For only $4.99 a month, you get my show and for other great shows as well. See you there. Mwah. To be honest, uh, family stuff and uh, work stuff, so a little bit mixed of both. Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting week for me, myself. Uh, I, my, my auntie went home, per se, well, to her spiritual home, per se. She passed, and then processing that, and using this to get through you know, get through it with the podcasting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, same thing happened to my boyfriend's mom. So, feel mm-hmm. you there. It's been a tough week. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. I just, woo, just a, it just been a lot, just a whirlwind of shit and stuff. But I'm here, and I'm potting. You know, and and I'm so happy to have you back. Uh, we had such a great conversation the last time we talked, um, and to and 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 can't wait to hear what you have done since then. What's been going on? Plus, we're gonna be talking about gaming and kinks and everything <laughs> in between today. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're gonna get it in today because I got to ask you about one, well, before we get started, before, before I do the particulars, I, I I think I mentioned it before in the interview, I ain't going to try to mention too much of the interview so people have something to listen to when the interview comes, but I find it, in, that the, I find it intriguing that you did a a milking video with, with your guy and you involved a, uh, a vibrator. I remember you were telling me that it made them come real hard and stuff. And what, how did y'all come up with the idea to use a vibrator in that? Because that's well, something I've never seen before. I, well, we both have never really seen that in porn. And he said he saw someone use a Hitachi on um, their cock in a video. Yeah. But never showed um, them coming with the Hitachi. So we decided to make a video of him getting off from the Hitachi stimulation. And not much um, hand job or any other stimulation other than the Hitachi. See if we could do it. So And, and it went apparently well, obviously. Oh, it's, it's, uh, he's gotten a couple cells on minivids. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure because you probably have a bunch of dudes now jerking off using a Hitachi now, thanks to you guys. <laughs> yeah, probably. We have you know. it on. Uh, we have a small. So, how we're doing our video productions is we are, when we go into editing, we take about a 45 second clip of some of the good stuff, but not, we're not giving all the good stuff because the good stuff you got to pay for. But yeah. putting it on Pornhub so that we get some traffic and views to flow into our other sites like Minivids and stuff like that and OnlyFans. Okay. 
and OnlyFans has a, sh- a little bit longer of a video, um, but the full-length videos are on our paid sites, so for all the good stuff, it's the paid sites. Most <laughs> definitely, most definitely. So with that being said, let me do these particulars. We can get this thing rolling, all right? All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and start podcasting today. I'm your host, Kevin Arlen Summer Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Down, go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to find all my links with one link. Also, we have three wonderful spots to tell you about. The first one being the Facebook LS community, lsworld.com, which is our oldest sponsor. Second, but not least, of course, eroticism mag. Go there today to rosismagazine.com. Get yourself a monthly subscription. Get it digital or get it mailed to you via paperback. And last but not least, black owned. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. For you consumers, a new place for you to consume your triple X content. And for you content creators, 90% profit plus they offer health care. And they're new. And they I forget to mention they're black owned. We're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to the shop, gwdishes.com, listen to my podcast, and while you're there, get some shopping done from over 500 black-owned retailers and shop. Also, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com, as well as the BGP LLC app, which you can download on your phone, or you can pull it up, pull up the website in your browser. Now, with that being said, I'm about to shovel at this sexy, big, booby <laughs> model, producer, content trader, twitcher, gamer. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Cole Kink. Uh, Cole's the name. Kink's the game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything to do with kink. I fell in love when I was 18. So, <laughs> ever, since, ever since I found the community, I've um, just ventured deeper and deeper into it. <laughs> no doubt. So, you were saying that you don't. With, now, how do you use your Pornhub to direct other people traffic? Because I know with Pornhub you can make money with it, but it's not as popular as it used to be. So how do you use Pornhub to direct people to where you want them to go? Basically, you know, I have in the edited videos of the um, the videos that are going on Pornhub, they're about 30 to 45 seconds long. Some are even a minute, minute 30, depending on how generous I want to be. Um, but at the end of the video, I have all my um, sites listed where you can find me. So at the end of the video, if they want to see more, then they can go find me on those sites. Yeah, because that what we used to do before they started their model hub shit. Was that well, yeah. use Pornhub to direct people to the sites you want them to be. And when they switch over to the model hub, this is where I think the biggest issue that, that I have with a lot of these switchovers is that they don't take into account, especially if you've been with that company well, that site well before they even switch to where they allow content creators to make money, that now you actually alienate the content creators because uh, the, the old heads, because many of them, what you're requesting we can't get because we don't have contact with those models anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I get so that it, completely. 
So it kind of benefits the way that these sites are changed. It benefits ladies like yourself coming in the game versus guys that have been in the game since 2006. Yeah, I've been, uh, it's been since 2015 or 16, right around there. It was close to 2016 that I started working in the industry um and got a mini vids and set it all up i started in production so but it it's it definitely it's it's been different especially there's been a lot of sites come up um that weren't there when i first started too yeah yeah um up and comers so yeah because ever since only fans came we now have only fan lights popping up yeah yeah like uh what was that only kinks yeah, yeah. there's an only kinks now or something like that <laughs> like, i was like what is this i tried to be a model for only kinks but they never emailed me back with the, after the application so i don't know how that went yeah because what people realize with some of these sites they still you know Correcting the kinks, no pun intended. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Um, because it's a lot when you talk about bandwidth. It's a lot when you talk about because even with like with exercise money, I love them to death. You, you know, people may have any issues with the uploading, and I'm pretty sure with some of these other sites didn't have those issues. So yeah, it just people don't realize you just can't just throw up a fucking site and expect the shit to pop. You know? No, 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 you can't. So do you think a lot of these sites is coming up, they're thinking that they're going to get the same type of traction that OnlyFans did? I think that they're trying to um, be what OnlyFans is for everyone. And a lot of people said that OnlyFans was going to be no more because they were going to stop allowing um, adult content on there. And I never had an issue. OnlyFans never took anything down of mine. Um... It's like all the rumors that were spreading around never happened. But these other sites, I don't know if they're going to be as good because everyone knows OnlyFans. Everyone's heard OnlyFans. OnlyFans is what's been talked about. When you think of porn nowadays, everyone thinks of OnlyFans. The first thing when I have a conversation with someone and I say, I work in the porn industry... They're like, oh, what, you have an OnlyFans? And that's the first thing they say. They think that I'm just an average um, girl who (laughs) just has an OnlyFans and trying to make Mm -hmm. it big when I've actually been doing actual productions for Mm -hmm. since I was 18 years old. (laughs) Yeah. Now, now, do you think, because I always say this, I say OnlyFans fucked up the game. Yeah. And a lot of people sit there and say, well, how did OnlyFans fuck up the game? It devalued our business. Yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? So speak to how, in your eyes, it devalued the business to you. Well, it devalued my business a lot. Um, it made it so that every, any girl who wanted to just um, make quick money could upload her weekend nights that she's having with random strangers probably not even getting STD tested, don't even know if they're clean, you don't know these things, sexual partners. And I'm not saying every girl's like that. I'm just saying it just made it easier for 
just anyone to jump in and start selling content. And some girls have gotten big and started working in productions, which is good, but it's the safety factor, honestly. But, like, but, but, but even though even though they come in and work in production, is it? How can I put this? They still, and it's a small percentage because I look at the majority. Me. Yeah. And like for example, I heard so many stories about what happened to X Biz this past week. When it came to the male content creator. And I said that when you change the term that govern the business, you change the terms of how people get in it and who gets in it. Yeah, it used to be lucrative. You had to know somebody to know somebody and like it 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 was it was the business has changed a lot. Like, just anyone can get in the business now and be like, I'm a content creator and just make a Twitter and an OnlyFans and be like, okay, I'm a content creator now and use their cell phone for all their videos and not use any contracts. They don't have any contracts or anything like that. So, like, legally speaking, it's just not feasible for the the industry like it it ruined yeah. part of the industry because there's people out there that aren't going by the guidelines of what you need to do and have the proper forms and the identification and that's that's leading into even more legal activity there's certain things that are aren't allowed to be shown on porn like yeah. just like simple things that you wouldn't think would be that big of a deal. Um, but then there's things that are um, really serious and it just, it opens a door to where unsafe habits are starting to be made. Yeah. Because it, because one, it like, for example, and I tell anybody this, I hate when people use their phone for, for film. I understand that, it, it has a camera on it. I get that. But it's the professionalism of it. Yeah. And because at the end of the day, one, so people can understand this, that camera lens is small, so you're not getting everything. It's more work to film with a fucking cell phone than it is with a camera. It's fast. Yeah. You know? And then, two, you also got to make sure ain't nobody calling you, can help fuck up the video, or people ain't texting. Then you might have some phone like mine, like if I cut off the notification, everything cuts off. I can't even hear a video. You know what I'm saying? So to me, when I see someone use a cell phone, I don't give a fuck if you a seasoned porn star. I don't respect that. Because, I can understand that. Yeah, the reason, the reason why, before I let you speak, is because that ain't how we came in. That ain't how porn sh- is shot. That ain't how it works. And see, what happened is, is that because the OnlyFans, the Pornhub, they were so concerned about traffic that they let anybody post what the fuck ever. And half the time, this shit that they posting is garbage. Yeah, you can't see anything. It's dark. The lighting isn't good. They don't know about angles. You can't see what's happening. Like... Mm-hmm. There's like, you can't just walk into porn. Like, I'm coaching um, my girlfriend Panda Waifu um, with porn and everything like that, and she's she's new to the game, 
and she's doing her first shoots and like I'm giving her tips and coaching her and like telling her like you gotta you can't look directly at the camera but you gotta get your face out of the covers you can't mm-hmm. keep your face down in the covers the whole entire time um just you know coaching different things and like half the time it's just not good quality porn when it um you can I've done some OnlyFans um quick little Snapchat videos Mm-hmm. Um, but those, those were low quality. It was just something to hold them off until I posted an actual edited, nice video. You see, you see, and, you see, you, like, for example, Snapchat, that's what that's for. Yeah, I do Snapchat premium. Yeah, see, so I see, do the see, little yeah. Snapchat video. You see, what happened was, motherfuckers want to take Snapchat, don't fans. Because no. Snapchat, I had no issue with that because it's Snapchat those videos don't last long, and it's more your amateur content for your fans to enjoy you off camera. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. So what ended up happening is you had motherfuckers doing Snapchat videos. Because even to the point that you had girls making money off of six-minute videos on OnlyFans. And you're cheating the fucking fans with a six-minute video. Yeah. I don't... I mean, honestly, now, I can get it as a solo. Okay, that's fine. But you talking about six minutes of fucking. Yeah, no, that doesn't like literally we were filming last night um with another model um inches. He's he's a good friend of mine, he's a producer, he's he's doing a lot of content trade and he's getting in the business. He hasn't made his site yet or anything like that, and we're teaching him how to edit videos and stuff like that. But um you can't just. What was? I'm sorry. You know, I started talking and <laughs> I lost my point. Yeah, we <laughs> we, we love tangents too. We love tangents. <laughs> I go on a tangent, but no. Um, yeah, six minute videos. We were doing production last night, and me and him got into the video, and I thought it it was like six minutes in because we were gonna do like different segment videos. And we had done gone 15 minutes. We got 15 minutes of content thinking it was only like five, six minutes. And Mm -hmm. we went into the next position and started filming another 15 minute. And like we do it in increments so that we can take a break and um, see where we're at and then film blast. Mm -hmm. Unless we're doing it a one shot, um, Mm -hmm. one camera film where I just go at it and we're filming one shot and we make it a fluid film but when i'm doing multiple angles and um different cameras and different positions of the room i i tend to do like 15 minutes segments at a time to 30 minutes depending on what we're doing in the video and then what people don't realize also with them cell phones sometimes the video comes out upside down <laughs> you gotta have it happen. <laughs> so if you got a program that you can turn that bitch right side up, you got an upside down video. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even like even with my phone, like I if I want to let's say post a picture to Instagram, I have to literally take the picture on Instagram. I just can't just take it from my phone because it ends up being sideways or turned upside down or what have you. And it like to me. When we lost the professionalism of what the business was, when it like this, when the the when amateur porn started dictating how things filmed, how porn supposed to be filmed, 
that would change the game and would end the game, in my opinion. Because yeah. it, because when you came in, you came in thinking, I need to get a cameraman. I need to find a producer. I need to have an actual set. I need lighting. You know, period. Now, yeah. now because OnlyFans became the shit and everything, you had to miss be nasty as you were sitting here posting how much she makes from her OnlyFans, have everyone thinking that everybody's going to make that. It's that fucking easy. And all you got to do is ride through Mickey D's with her Tachi and you get sales. No, <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I, I respect her, but I don't like her. No, because, you because fuck up my it ruined. It ruins it for like when I came into the game. Okay, I'll tell you how it was when I came in. I I started working at the strip club, and I met Kitty Cum, and I've told you this already. And she yeah. she took me under her wing. She was like, okay, so you're into fetishes. You know about the fetish community. You're big on all these different types of fetishes. Well, let's make a profit on that. I've already got a store. I've got my camera. She had a nice um, camera. I can't remember what type of camera it was for the life of me. It's been so many years. But um, she taught me how to edit. And she, she showed me box lighting. And she showed me how to set up your um studio space your your props and what you're doing and then like angles are key and like certain phrases when you're in porn for the script and like she she taught me everything we sat down with notebooks for one night and sat there and wrote porn ideas all night long and then we got her husband to film us and we did porn shoots all weekend long like we were we were new to the game. It wasn't that I had to go out and find a producer or find a producer that was going to um, uh, have me star in their production. I didn't start doing that and getting on sexy jobs until years later whenever I wanted to branch out and start working with other producers. But I wanted to be a producer myself, so I, I stepped into the business um with the mindset of I'm gonna record my own videos and edit my own videos and do everything myself but I'm going to make it big I'm gonna do the hard work and then eventually maybe I'll hire a cameraman and have have staff but until then until then I'm gonna be I'm gonna gonna tell you this is how porn stars was back in the day and this and stark difference from today it was around, I think, 2008. And I had this big-time porn star that came named Candy Kane. She came from California film with us. And I showed her a digital camera. This is when the digital camera, where you can do video and picture, where the camera started popping up, right? I showed her this. I said, well, I'm going to film with this tonight because I want to test out because I think it's the future. You know what she told me? Take that small-ass camera the fuck out my goddamn face and get a real fucking camera for easy. If you want me to film tonight. <laughs> now, if you take what motherfuckers doing that and they tried to pull that shit back then, that what you would have gotten. And a lot of these these male content creators would have never gotten the game, would have been shut down before they even got in the game because female talent like her, male talent like Sean Mikes and all them would have shut them down and said, no, motherfucker, you're not bringing that cell phone on my fucking set. If you're yeah, not no. tested, you know, period. We started messing around, shooting, about to shoot an orgy. 
and she said, hold the fuck up. She was like, ain't none of y'all tested? No, nah, no, nah, we need to be putting on comments. You get where I'm coming from? This was yeah. a people that was an established woman call. Now, mind you, we would tipsy drunk came from a party. You know, we always think we're in our right heads. But even though we wasn't, she was. That's what's missing in the game. Is that yeah. many of the top porn stars are not speaking against the content creators. They're not speaking against using the cell phone. Some of these dumb motherfuckers are using the cell phone just like the content creators, but then get mad when content creators show up at their spot. Yeah. That, you know? It's it's happening, and it's not good for business. It's not... I, I don't... I don't... I have to see test paperwork. Like, if they don't have paperwork, I'm not working with them. I can't... I can't risk myself. I can't risk my partners. I can't risk my career. I can't. I can't do that and my own life. Like I, things happen, and like simple, simple things. Like just simply, things happen, and you can't. You can't not be protected, and you got to put your foot down. And we don't have a lot of those um, in the business today. Like there's. There's a lot of people out there that are, like, not worried about it and, like, oh, well, I was tested a month and a half ago. Well, no, you need to be tested every month to every two weeks, depending on what shoots you're doing and how many shoots you're doing. Yeah, because it, it this is a serious business, you know, period. And then also the fact that many of these girls, and this is just facts, a lot of motherfuckers just don't want to fuck with a car. You yeah. know, period. And... Because of that, yeah, you got to step test it. Because you know how many girls I talked to back in the day that I was sitting there like, yeah, I use condoms. I don't like using condoms. It's not as good. It's not this. But yet you come to see me after you done went to a fucking game bag. Yeah, no, that's not. That's oh, not... Oh, yeah. oh, you just came from a swinger club or a swinger retreat and you stopping through to come shoot with me and you ain't going to give me a newer test, but you expect me to have one. Yeah, that's that's not okay. That's not okay at all. And I am highly, 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 highly um, active on getting tested because you can't risk all that. I had. I'm gonna keep identities safe um, for these this person, but I had a partner at one point in time. Um, within the last year or so um and we had started having sex and mm -hmm. they had their tests and i didn't start having sex until i saw clean paperwork tests or whatever mm -hmm. but i noticed that they started sleeping around with a lot of people offset not with me and i i stepped back i broke up with them i was like i can't do this anymore and it ended up News came out like a couple weeks later to a month later that um, they went and got tested and they popped positive. Um, yeah. So I I I saved my ass on that one. Like. Yeah. And then and then too on top of that, especially if people even look at who the fuck you date when it comes yeah. to business. Because if because see the, the other argument we, we I would have with somebody was swingers. And porn stars, um, because a lot of times swingers don't take the business seriously. No, you know, no, not at all. And there's a difference between um, swingers and polyamorous. Mm -hmm. And 
if you find healthy poly, most polyamorous people require STD testing if yeah. it's like healthy poly. So yeah. it's not just like swingers who are doing it to have fun and uh, switch up their marriage or their relationship. And you're dating serious people when it comes to poly. And like my example, I, I date three people. Um, and I'm actually bringing all three of them in the porn business, which they all are connected to my Twitter. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I was um, seeing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Leo, he hasn't got any content or pictures up, but he's going to be working with us in the future. But it, but it makes sense because you got people around you that you can trust and able you to get content and you ain't got to worry about dealing with established male talent. Well, it's like I tell everybody, the blueprint, you have your residence male talent and then you have male talent that you work with outside of that circle just to boot your cachet and to expand your brand. Yep. You know, but the, the point is to have guys that you can trust that you can work with on a regular basis to get your content because not everybody can travel, can't everybody move, not everybody live in fucking Vegas, New York or California. Yeah, exactly, because depends on income, and if you're just starting out in the business or the business is slow for you and you haven't gotten a lot of followers and a lot of traffic yet, um, it's hard to travel when you don't have funds. And so um, it, I'm very fortunate that all my partners are very honest. They all get tested regularly. Uh, they don't go out and sleep with random people. And they, if they are going to sleep with someone new, they make sure they have their test paperwork done too. And we all have those rules. Now, in now here's the question. Relationship. Now, here's the question. Because we always had this argument, TTS versus health department or what have you, or doctor's test. In my opinion, TTS is not always needed. I feel that if you have a full panel like Quest, going to Quest and getting a full panel, which means the whole panel, not not partial panel, not when they say, "Do you want to be?" Yeah, yeah. What's a full? So everybody can understand what's a full panel. Okay, so the difference between your normal STD test that you get from your doctor is usually just. Um, gonorrhea chlamydia and hepatitis mm -hmm. but you want to be tested for hiv you want to be tested for everything you want to be tested for syphilis for thrash you want to be tested for every single std that's possibly out there so when you go to get a test if you're not going through talent testing which talent tested tests you for three different types of tests for um HIV and they they test multiple rounds of it um but if you get the full panel from your doctor which they would have to write a lab script they can't do it in office they would have to write a lab script for Quest and you would go to yeah. Quest and you get like three vials two to three vials of blood taken yeah. I think it's three yeah it's three vials of blood taken um compared to the usual one um, but they test for multiple different things and they run multiple different tests when you tell them that you work in the porn industry. I'm honest with my doctor. I, I tell them I work in the porn industry. I need to be tested multiple, like, like talent tested basically. And like, you have to be honest with them. And you, once you're honest with your healthcare provider, 
But see, but, but, but here's the thing. Now I'm asking a question. Yeah. How much is Quest? <laughs> it's free for my insurance. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's free for my insurance. Say, so I go. Say, 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 that, say, say, that, say that term again. Free. Free. <laughs> free. <laughs> see, now, with some of these motherfuckers, if you brought that tool, they had an issue. It's not TTS. Everybody, okay, one, if you're not in the area where you're going to shoot a lot, TTS is useless to you because you're basically just spending money for nothing. Yeah. Because nine much. out of 10, the person that you're shooting with probably ain't going to be TTS tested. No way. That's why I didn't do TTS. Because when I was doing shoots, a lot of the girls are going to bring health department tests or they're going to bring a doctor test. They won't do a TTS. I'm in a position where, and I'm keeping it 100, I'm not saying no names. Some of you girls talk that shit about tests, right? Yeah, I'm about to call. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm, I'm about to piss off some people. <laughs> y'all say that shit as a front because some of y'all girls will go somewhere and y'all ask the male talent. You know, I, I wasn't able to get my TTS. Can we still shoot? And give it the male talent. Say, yeah. That's not okay. I didn't have no in my lifetime. I didn't have two shoots where girls say I wasn't able to get. She would say, I wasn't able to get TTS. I was like, okay, just get help for me. Yeah, you know pretty saying? much. You know, you know, period. Because at the end of the day, I keep telling everybody, as long as you got a fucking clean test, it, it, it to me, it doesn't matter if TTS, this, 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 the third. If I don't trust you enough, and too, that's the other reason why I love about content versus when you're going to do paid shoots. If you get to know the people that you're about to shoot with, you kind of get an idea if I want to put a condom on with your monkey ass or if it's worth me going raw with you, even though you're tested. Yeah. Because even some girls can come tested, I still put a fucking condom on because I don't trust them. Yep. I can agree because literally sometimes if you're working with someone and you don't trust them, you got to be honest. You got to be like, hey, put a condom on because if they don't put a condom on. Yeah. You don't know if late earlier that night they they went out and they yeah. had an orgy yeah. and their test was from a week ago. Yeah. Like you don't know if they got something within that week. So you gotta yeah. you gotta trust then, your partners. And then two on top of that with a BJ, you know, yeah, you can suck it raw. Just make sure you don't scrape them or you come in your fucking mouth. There you go. You know what I'm saying? My mama said the bitch put enough spit on there, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, period. But the thing of it is, it's still getting to know people because not everybody have what is called healthy sex life. Healthy not meaning that we fuck a lot. No, you actually take precaution in your sex life to make sure you're clean. Yeah. And you stay clean. And that's where the problem comes with content creators. A lot of these motherfuckers don't do that. You had a lot of motherfuckers sitting telling girls they were testing and come time for the shoot they didn't have one. But I kind of blame yeah, the girls okay. because with me, I used to send my test the week before. You know what I'm saying? Like if I get my health department test a couple of days before, as soon as I get it, I send them a screenshot of it so you can see. And then you see it. And I didn't just give you two. I got the previous one, the month before, and the month of. So you can see, oh, consistency of cleanness. Yep. You know, I have... I have an app in my phone, um, my chart app, and yeah. it has all of my quests documented. 
um, STD test from whenever I started getting STD tested from Quest to, to now. So if you want to look back through history of cleanness, I can, yeah. I can just keep going. <laughs> yeah. But see, but see, that's what it comes down to is that part of the reason why I was gatekeeping was to keep us safe. Because they, at one time, Hollywood, and still to a certain extent, did not like escorts. Yeah. You know, period. It, it nothing gets escorted. Not knocking the hustle, but some of y'all motherfuckers fuck your clients raw. And them motherfuckers ain't tested. Or even if they are tested, they're client. You're not the only one they're fucking. You're not the only one they're saying. Yep, exactly. So I don't I don't I don't bash on escorting. I I wouldn't do it personally, oh, no. but I don't I don't bash on it. And I honestly say if you're gonna do it, do it right, do it legally and do it clean don't don't go out and do it illegal because if you're doing it illegally how do you know if they're clean or not because you're not being cautious enough to do it proper way and like just just be clean about what you're doing okay so now we're about to switch it up a little bit because we don't yeah. talk about this testing and shit all right now which is more lucrative kink or boy girl? I'm gonna have to say kink. I'm gonna have to. Okay. I gotta. I gotta it's say found. kink. I feel it's like found. it's more lucrative. So no, I I why is kink more lucrative? I feel well, honestly, uh rule thirty-four <laughs> anything and everything can be a kink. So uh yeah. Um, it depends on the crowd you're getting and who's following you, honestly, what makes it more lucrative. And, um, kink, if you know the kinks, it's not, you can't just go into kink and feel like you know what you're doing and just film anything and have it hit. You gotta know the kinks and you gotta watch the kinks and you gotta understand what these guys and customers and girls whoever whoever is watching doesn't matter um whoever's watching what they're into like what what truly gets them like the difference between just doing a foot video for a foot fetish and then actually doing a foot fetish video where you're creasing your foot a certain way and you're talking about how your souls are and like there's there's a difference between just oh I'm gonna record my feet and say jack off to them compared to actually understanding like the fetish and like what they're enjoying from the feet what they're getting from it so when you can understand that you can unlock a new path of um, content that fans will truly enjoy. Because it, I always tell girls this. Why is it that girls... Okay, then, I'm going to ask you this. Why do girls jump on the kink wagon more so than the boy girl? Is it that... Is it shame? As in, is easier appeal to introduce to your family members that you're doing kink shit versus you're fucking somebody on camera? Or is it they're looking for the easiest way to get to this business? Well, I 
I honestly don't know how to answer that for anyone else other than myself. Um, I don't feel any shame when it comes to um, telling my family that I'm doing kink compared to doing regular boy-girl content. Um, They know that I'm in porn, so it's not... I don't feel shame about that. They... They, they understand what I'm doing yeah. and that I'm making a because, business for myself. Because but the reason I, why I asked that is because even when I, back in the day when webcamming became a thing, that's the first thing girls jumped to. It used to be a time where girls jumped to do porn, you know, but then when webcam became a thing, they jumped to webcamming. Then when OnlyFans became a thing, they jumped to OnlyFans, you know, period. And it's like, it's like if you go down to like a Twitter feed, you see girls doing the same shit with the dildo, the whole nine webcam and solo and stuff like that. But I always said this: if unless you extreme kink or you webcam, you're gonna have to suck a dick at some point to extend your career. Because after a while, your fan base, no matter how good you are, are going to become bored, especially if you're not saucing it up. You feel me? So I you- honestly feel like um to extend your career, yes, you do need partners and it can't just be girl on girl, it can't just be boy girl, it can't just be kink. You need a variety of things to keep mm-hmm. them interested. And honestly, you have to make your customers feel special. Um, and when I say that, it's not, it's not going out and being like, oh, each of you are special to me, but it's more, look at what the individual wants. And when I have a guy come to me on Snapchat or, um, a fan messaging me on Twitter and they're asking me about a custom video or content, and they're like, um, could you do any of this? I'm like, I can do anything that your dream desires within um, reason and hard limits. Um, So you gotta gotta be able to expand your horizon when it comes Mm -hmm. to different content, and you can't be closed off to anything to truly make it big in the industry. I feel like everyone has their niche that other that the fans are going to like to see them particularly in. Like, Mm -hmm. for some reason, all my fans want to see me peg guys. They want to see me peg guys. They love it. They love it. I have a lot of guys asking me, when are you going to peg another guy? Like, are you going to peg, do pegging videos? And are you going to do domination videos? I like femdom. Can you do sissy? And so... I've built a career on fetish where which, which actually technically in hindsight that's where point is headed. It's becoming more extreme. So you actually was on brand before it was a brand. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, because you're seeing more fans asking for anal, more fans asking for BDSM, more fans asking for water sports, more fans asking for vomit. Um shit shit has became Scat has became the shit, no pun intended, you know, period. So with you, knowing that point is heading in that extreme direction and you're somewhat extreme yourself, do you feel more at home in this era of porn than probably any other era? 
I really do. Um, because I've always been a kinky person myself. Like, uh, here, I'll give, I'll give a little example of one of my bigger kinks that I kind of keep secret that I don't really do much of. Um, I haven't done any, any filming of it, which I might do in the future. And it's only with trusted partners, which I've only let one partner do it to me because I have to be in the right headspace for it. Um, is water sports where I am in the bathtub and he pees on me and I giggle. I giggle like I'm being tickled. I it's the most it's the most thrilling, like giggling, cute, like my girlfriend when it happened, when it first started happening and I asked for it. She was in the bedroom and we were in the bathroom and she goes, oh, my God, you just sound like you're having the greatest time in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm in the right headspace. I have the right partner doing it. It's not it's degrading. Yes, it's degrading. That's the point of it is to be degraded. But um, I'm enjoying myself because I know behind all of the scene and the play itself that he truly cares about me and he's not doing it because he thinks I'm a piece of trash or, you know, something to be discarded with. Like, so, like, I enjoy it. I couldn't just be, like, going to a new content creator and be like, oh, yeah, I'll let you... uh, uh, do water sports with me? Yeah. Because let's keep it one, honey. It ain't exactly where well, it's pee, but a lot of times the guy drink water. So it's not like he's giving you that strong ammonia smelling pee on you. Yeah, you and you plan. don't know if that partner's trusted or not to do that because literally my partner drinks a lot of water all the time. So his his pee does not smell like ammonia. It's not yeah. It's not bad. It's not that bad. Like it's yeah. it's enjoyable. It's just warm liquid going on me, basically. So like it's not it's not as far fetched as it it would be. Now, be that your brand is king, which means that you don't have to do boy girl as heavy as others. Do you think that benefits you with kink so that when your boy girl scenes do come out, they become more impactful versus someone that does boy girl all the time? Yes, I feel it does. I feel like my fans are sitting on a ledge and they are on the edge of their seats and they're edging all the time and they're following my instructions for dominance and um, kink videos and they're always on the edge. So when that simple boy girl or blowjob scene or pov scene comes out and they see that they're just like oh this is the shit i love this and it gets them wanting more mm, most definitely so now you know like i said with everyone because part of the title is gaming how does your twitch benefit your brand and how different is the fan bases or if they kind of somewhat similar or merged uh i found difference in variety of people in when it comes to like my porn fans i i get a lot of weird kinks like a lot of weird fetishes that come up and they ask me about different kinks because they're very open with me um when it comes to Twitch, I'm perverted, but I don't, like, step over line 
for mm. the guidelines of the yeah. site because the site's very guarded and they do monitor you. So I, I keep within lines of a good, healthy pervertedness. And I do get hit on a lot on Twitch, but a lot of them kind of like just chill with me and like are actual genuine friends. And they they followed me over into my porn career. Like they followed me on Twitch or Twitter. So they've come from Twitch and they followed me on Twitter. And um, so, you say, so you say to say the Twitch has expanded your base more. And yeah. actually, versus you getting porn fans going to your Twitch, you got more Twitch fans coming to your porn. Yeah, uh, not. Not everyone can come from Twitch to the porn um, because I've kept it well guarded because there are children on Twitch and I don't. I'm pretty sure that they Google you and they kind of figure it out because I, if I know men and I yeah. know, if they see you on Twitch, they're going to Google who you are to see where else you're at. And then that's when they notice the porn. And something I found, it's taking me since I was um 18 and i got my first porn name i've had a total of one two three four four porn names this is the last and final one i'm going to keep it because this is the only porn name when you google my name cole kink it shows up every single one of my social medias (laughs) so so i've I've made it all linked together, and I'm pretty proud of that, that I picked a name that no one else had. Yeah, because I, I tell females, part of this is you got to find a name that sticks out, that's easy to be Googled, and people can find it. Yeah. And that is different. That's why you have a lot of girls do, um, let's say, they, they wait, what's what I'm looking for? Like, if you change your name, it's a hard switch over. Especially been using a name for a minute. But I tell females you pick a name. That's why a lot of girls use a fake, fake, a fake, fictitious government name, per se, a last name and a first name. For some of you people that don't understand what I mean. Or just one name, you know, period. But you definitely want something that if I Google it, you'll pop up in the search engine like that. You know, period. Because it, it everybody's a Cherokee, everybody's a destiny, everybody's a cherry. Everybody's a peach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I learned picking your name, your stage name, as we like to call them. Yeah. Um, picking your stage name when I started dancing when I was 18. And I started dancing. And I started dancing under the name Phoenix. So when I got into porn, I was like, okay, I'm going to go with Phoenix Lily. That's a cool name. Um, I got a lot of traffic from Phoenix Lily, but it wasn't, it was connected all to Kitty's store and Kitty was going out of the business. So everything, um, all the content that I had under that name, just kind of, I didn't have it anymore. So I was like, I'm going to be done with this name. I'm going to start fresh. And then I went to Queen Demonica. And I was doing a lot of dominatrix stuff under Queen Demonica, and it was, 
I was doing a lot of fetish stuff under Phoenix Lily, um, more of the DDLG um, type of fetish with Kitty Com. But then I went over to Femdom and Dominatrix with Queen Demonica. And then I went over to Venus Valkyrie. Um, and it, it didn't really pop off, but I kept it in the fetish variety and I got a lot of sissy followers and, um, LGBTQ friendly followers. And, um, so I got a lot of different, um, variety from each name that I picked Um, But I was doing different things under each name. And I was like, I need a name that kind of justifies all of that. Because I am all of that. So Cole Kink kind of puts a pin in every single name and type of content that I've done so far. That just kind of rounds everything off perfectly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because the name is the most important part because that sticks out. And also a name makes you click. Sometimes depending upon the name. You know, just one girl named Sex Fame. I like I know she got a whole lot of traction because her name was Sex Fame. You know, yep. you know, period. And of course, with a name like that, it's gonna eat you you better bring it on camera because you're a sex fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so is it but to me, I'm gonna ask you this, how has the gaming side of things increased your visibility as well as your business? Um, I would say I get a lot of honest to God people who just want to enjoy some fun content from me gaming wise. And then when they find out I do porn, they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. And they, (laughs) because I game and I am nerdy and I have that um, nerdy element of me and they, they see me as a genuine person to start instead of just a piece of meat that um, is getting fucked. Um, they see they see me as a genuine person, that nerdy characteristic. So they get to know me a little bit, and within getting to know me, they want to know me even more. So when they see me in porn, they're like, "Holy shit, she's hot as fuck!" Yeah. So I've gotten a lot of guys message me and tell me that I'm super hot, like because I've gotten to know them through the gaming. Um, and then I give them my social media and they, they text me on a like daily to, um, day to day basis. And they're like, Oh my God, you are so fucking hot. And they say stuff like that. I have one gamer friend that every time I get into an Xbox party with him and a couple of his buddies goes, so, you know, she does porn, right? (laughs) (laughs) Throwing you under the bus. He, he does this every time I get it, new people every time, but every time I get into a party with him, he's like, she does porn. <laughs> <laughs> great conversation piece. This all goes a great conversation piece. That's mm-hmm. all it is. So she said, how big is your breasts? They are double D's, but um, it's 38 to 40 double D. Mm-hmm. And I thought you were going to say eat triple D or E. Listen, I'm I'm about to say triple D or E because they don't fit in my bra. And my my bra's supposed they fit me 
about a year ago, because I just bought bras, brand new bras a year ago, some Victoria's Secret bras, and they're starting to not fit me anymore. So my 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 tits are getting bigger. <laughs> I believe it, and they're beautiful too. I may add, like I said, your hub your, your hub is a lucky man. Lucky man. Thank you. Shoot, like I said, many there's a few ladies I would. If I came out of retirement before, I would damn sure do it. She's one of them. I ain't going to front. Because she's the <laughs> thing that I want to shoot. Because to me, I like non-vanilla sex. I like the wild shit. I like the bondage. I like the water sports. I like stuff like that. Because to me, I always was the extreme side of things. You just find it back in the day. You couldn't find girls that was into that. That's why I yeah. said you know, this era is that you have more girls that are into that rough sex. And that's into that bondage the bdsm side of things you know and everything or what have you so it kind of makes the scenes even better she, yeah it was hard to find girls do anal back in the day One really anal back in the day. yeah oh hell yeah you, you say anal i wish i could <laughs> i wish i could man my 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 ass does not like anal but i love anal I love anal so much that my my ass is just like no, we're not doing this today. You're not you're not doing this. Like, I I have hemorrhoids, so they. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains everything. Yeah. So, but I mean, but even though you don't do anal, you still make up for it with everything else you do. So, yeah, and I do have some anal videos from when I didn't have as big of a problem with my asshole, um, but. Uh, I'm hoping that they'll heal up and I can do some more anal vids, but I have to be very particular and very careful with my ass. Yeah. Yeah, because people don't realize how easy an asshole can rip. Yeah, and that's that's what happened. Um, when I first ever did anal, the guy never told me that he was trying to do anal, and he just yeah. pulled out and tried to ram... Yeah, people gotta realize you gotta prep the ass for scenes like that, and the yes. guy has to prime the ass before he goes in. A lot Pretty. of dudes just just think it's just sticking. It. No, no, no. Because even the most seasoned anal girl, you got to somewhat. So she still got to prep before she get there. Go ahead. I have some news for you. I actually want to do some educational videos about how to properly do anal so because all you see on porn nowadays is them going in and going ham and that ass you see some videos of them working it up and fingering it and getting a butt plug in there but you don't see the true working the ass and slowly getting it opened up before you can actually get to that point to where you're going in ham on it so i'm wanting to do some educational um kink videos on different types of things from floggers how to use floggers to rope lessons to um, anal videos on how to properly open up someone for anal to do it properly and not hurt them. Yeah, because I think the biggest and that goes back to content creators. When they see when we do that, they automatically think that, oh, she's just taking in the ass and ain't nothing. Or she's used to it. They don't understand the prep that goes into doing the anal scene. Just on pretty the girl side of things. You know, period. Plus on top of that, dudes, let me make this perfectly clear. You can't get in the ass unless you at the hardest of your hardness during sex. Because one, 
if you hit that wall and don't go in, your dick will automatically go limp. So you got to be at your horniest and the highest. That's the reason why you prep the ass prior to going in so that it's already loose. So you ain't trying to fight to get an ass for so much. Yeah, because if you're fighting um, and it's tight as fuck, you can't get in there. You're going to go soft and then you're going to yeah. be discouraged and then and it's going to get hard right to back get back up. And get your ass back up. Yep. And I feel like sucking your dick at that moment because not every girl's into it. I mean, don't get twisted. A girl that's not into sucking dick that does porn, you're not going to last long here. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> there's no such thing as fluffers anymore, people. There's no such thing. You know, so. Yeah, that, that, I swear. It's, it's so many things that we do that people take, that don't take into account of why we do it and how we do it. And that's what I mean by with OnlyFans fucked up the game, you're seeing these porn stars taking anal. Now they're trying to do anal. And some of these girls don't even fucking do an animal. Oh, uh, you know what uh, I'm saying? I've had an experience like that with my strap on. Oh, uh, no, let's just not even. That yeah. was a bad experience. Yeah, it's a bad experience as a man. Nothing worse, you hitting it from the back end. Well, they just say it's a shitty moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it's a shitty is. moment. You know, just like even when girls do vomit, they're not vomiting food, they're actually vomiting liquid. But yep. to the outsiders, they think they just vomited. See, like I said, everything that we do is calculated. It's not just done because it just seemed cool to do. It's calculated. It's similar. Some, some girls even go on a certain type of food regimen diet not necessarily yeah. a diet but they don't eat certain things the night before so that digestion works and then the enema makes it better and especially when you're doing vomit and all different types of stuff like it depends yeah. on what you're doing but you gotta like there's we it's all calculated yeah. as content creators and that's another thing people that are getting into the game like we were talking about earlier with only fans uh, they don't know these things about kinks. They get into this kink game and they think, oh, I'm just going to do kinks. And then but someone see, it, asks for vomit on the video and, like, you don't yeah. know how to do it properly, then it's going to be very messy and very nasty. And it ain't going to be sexy to them. They're just going to see you vomiting chunks of shit that you ate. You know, yep. they, you know they, 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 want, they, they don't want to see that. They just want to see you vomit. It's a difference. So, and I think... But that, once again, goes back to what I was saying with content creators. They're going off of what they're seeing us do. And when you have people like a Miss B Nasty or a Jimmy Smack who comes in and say, I made all this money from OnlyFans. I'm making six figures. And the shit that you're doing, you, you're not representing what the game really is because you're basically misrepresentation of the game is causing headache for the people at the top of the game because we got to deal with these this bullshit when yep. we go to conventions you know period when we go to 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 try to find we talent that we might want to break in guess what these motherfuckers don't understand the game so now it's more of a headache because there's no nothing worse than i'm going to give you the opportunity to break in the business then you come you ain't even prepared you ain't got your test done you ain't you ain't properly vetted when it comes to being in front of the camera. 
Because nothing worse than I bring this dude, he got a goddamn 12-inch dick. He can't even get the heart in front of the fucking camera. Yeah, because he's got stage fright. Yeah. I, I had a dude sit there and ask us, can you step out the room, just leave the camera? He still couldn't get it up. What else oh, I yeah. room? You know what I'm saying? He, he up there hung like a fucking horse. And then the girl, she don't want to fuck me on camera. I was like, so you just basically wasted our time bringing some motherfucker that can't even, that can't even fucking perform. But you brought him because he fucked your ass on webcam a couple of times. Bitch, did you not think that he wanted just to fuck you? He, he was trying to do this seriously? No, like, that's why I'm very picky about the, um, I, I want to say male talent and female talent both do it with the test thing where they don't have their tests when they show up. But, like, I found that a lot of male talent, if they're, if they see me first and they, if I just say I'm a producer looking for male talent, it's a lot easier to find. But if I'm, if they see my brand and everything like that, and they see that I'm this hot ass female, and they're like, "Oh, I, my dick's hard. I can do this." And then they get there, and they're like, "Oh, it's limp," and it's just not. They're they they get stage fright. They they think it's just about fucking, and it, it's yeah. a lot more porn. There's a lot more to porn than just fucking. It is a lot yeah. of fucking, but you gotta. You can't just go in and. Yeah, I, I would take the funniest question that I got. A girl asked me at work because one of the girls, it's funny. It's like I am the talk of the job. I, I was at my job. And the girl asked me, she said, Is it true that you, you know, did porn? I said, Yeah. 15 years of male talent, 20 years just in the business. And she said, Is it fucking real? I said, Yeah, it's real. It's just simulated, it's still real sex. You know, yeah. it still feel good the whole nine, but the difference is I just can't go willy-nilly on that camera. I have to pay attention and more importantly, I have to work the camera, not just work her. Exactly. I'm working her for the camera. Oh, man. I have to have certain angles. I have to do certain... I'm going to tell you some of the dumbest shit that dudes don't do. Like, for example, if you riding my dick cowgirl, I'm parting the butt cheek so you can see the dick going in the pussy. Exactly. I'm not just going to lay there and just let her ride. I'm going, I even had a situation where I tell the girl, no, stop, hold it right there. And I pump back. People like to see that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a experienced male talent, you're not going to get that. You're just going to get him just wanting to fuck. He's not thinking about the angles. He's not thinking about the camera. That's, and why, that's why I'm why I lo- so lucky with my, um, my personal partners that are coming into the business. Yeah. I've explained to them that it's not, it is fucking, but it's not just fucking. And Asher has taken it on to himself to kind of like study and he's kind of seeing the difference in porn. And he's actually helping me coach Panda Waifu about yeah. angles and stuff. So, like, I'm, I've got a good little group going that we're. But see, but see, but see, here's the funny part. You ain't gonna have the problem that some of these girls have. I can't find male talent. I can't find male talent. Smartest thing you did with deal with male talent is in your area. Whether it's there's your boyfriend or your fuckboy that's no matter being in front of the camera or established male talent that live close. That's where these girls make a mistake at. They'll sit here. It's not about this way I think girls fuck up at. They don't look at the convenience. They look at do I want to fuck him? It ain't about you wanting to fuck him. I get that you it, you want someone that you're attracted to. I get that. 
But like, you can't always be attracted to who bingo. you're working with. Because sometimes it's about getting content. So if I have a female, even with me, if I if I was still in the business, I had a female that lived in Durham. She ain't got to be the finest chick. Just as long as she got something to bring to the table, got some type of looks. You know, and I mean, she's I, enjoying herself. She knows how to work the camera. She understands yeah. the camera. When you got someone who's solid and knows how to work the camera and not as in hold the camera, as in what you're doing on camera when you're on yes. camera and how to get angles and you flow. When I say flow, I mean like it's not... I don't know. To me, one of the worst things about uh, production is when you're on camera and you go and you're trying to make your body language and they just won't change positions on you and you have to be like, okay, let's pause production and like mm-hmm. change positions. It's not fluid. You want that fluid motion. You want that yeah. body language. You want that little tap on the leg, like let's move to the next position or whatever your body language is that you talk to. When you find someone good to shoot porn with, and yeah. you work together well, you can make some bomb content. Yeah, because to me, I, I like I used to have so many girls living in North Carolina, they didn't want to do content trade. But you'll sit here and travel all the way to fucking California and shoot with a dude, and all you get is one scene out of this motherfucker, but you can come to me and get damn near five. They used to hurt yeah. the shit out of me. They used to hurt the shit out of me. And I then know. I sit there, and then I sit there looking at Twitter, Oh, I can't find male talent. Can someone shoot with me? I'm one town over. You don't want to give me no attention. Fuck you. Mm. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Hey, I, um, Go ahead. I've been I've been finding some talent. Like I said earlier, inches. He's down in Tallahassee, mm. and he he's just a three hour bus trip over and I told yeah. him I can honestly drive that distance in a day and like we got we got quite a few clips out of just yeah. one night of production he's back yeah. on his way home today and that was that and he's gonna start coming um, throughout the months and finding a good talent to work with that you can work with often yeah. is a big key and, in everything and it's hard, imagine if it's hard for y'all imagine how this guys it's double yeah, it is literally double because it'd be like the ones that wanted to work with me live too far out, didn't have the money to travel. Because even to me, like it, the only reason I started covering travel because girls too fucking broke to cover their own. And but this of the reason why I hated the act of retiring. There's nothing hurting the feeling. The opposite has spent all this fucking money, and the only thing she brings to the table is a pussy. Yeah, I'm coming to your travel. I'm coming to your hotel, and I'm bringing the cameraman. You ain't bringing shit but yourself. Oh, and in some cases they escort, so they get to make money without spending money. And it, to me, it was unfair. That's why I kind of stopped. Cause I was like, "Why well, I'm gonna pay for your travel, your hotel, and the money that I'm about to spend? I'm it's gonna take forever me to make back. But you can instantly make money with the scene that I'm about to give you, and you didn't spend a dime to even make it." Yeah, that's I that's why I've never been the type that just wants to show up to production and let them film it. I bring yeah. my own cameras, I bring my own stuff, I bring my own but outfit. That, that makes I, sense. I love it when the girl see you talk about some nah nah, you don't need to bring your camera. I got I got a camera and like then guess what? You damn right I cover the hotel. You damn yeah. right I would. 
because you're bringing something that I don't have that I don't have to bring. But if I'm bringing everything, shit, what's wrong with you covering the hotel? I had girls complain, um, well, I got to cover the hotel because you ain't doing shit else. Do you got a cameraman? No. When were you ain't even buying the condoms? <laughs> you ain't even buying the goddamn condoms. Do. You ain't even buying the goddamn condoms. I'm bringing the cameraman, the dick, home, <laughs> and in some cases, with some of the girls I work with, I'm handling their sites. I'm helping them update the site. I'm helping them with their Twitter. I'm helping them find work. So why is it so far fetched for you to cover your traveling hotel at that time period? Because you, because I'm bringing everything to the table, and only you bringing this pussy, babe. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. It's not yeah. cool at all. Because it, even to the point that, like, when I hear girls say, you know, it's just funny how they're traveling to New York, they're traveling to Florida, and what have you, you know. Period. And they do these shoots with these male talents, and. You you there for a weekend, you got to go through five to six to eight dicks to get eight scenes. When and you can use one person do a series of scenes. I one. like to do series of scenes where yeah. there's a storyline. And I listen, I have production nights here at my house. Yeah. I, I tell my partners, I'm like, it's production night. And I set up my box lights. I get the scene set. And I'm like, okay, so this is our production. This is um, four video concepts ideas. They lead into one another. This is the script. It's a loose script. So you can make up along the way as you go what you want to say. So it's more comfortable. And you're not like a robot on camera. You're actually fluid. Yeah. Um, but here's a rough script. And this is what we're shooting for. And let's knock them out. And I get four scenes done back to back to back. Yeah. And we're only less than an hour in. And I'm like, okay, next person. And I have multiple partners. So uh, me and my next partner will do four more scenes. That's eight scenes with just two people. We're done, and we're just chilling at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it comes down to, because I think a lot of times people don't kind of understand. it. it the, the point of you're trying to get the person who is watching the video off, you know, period. And that's the whole purpose of this whole thing, is to get them off. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and like I said, I it to me, I when I look at it, is that the best scenes are the scenes that tell a story, and that it tells a story throughout from beginning to end. I don't give a fuck. It's a straight fuck scene. Yep. You know, period. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I didn't help you. I know you were busy. <laughs> So with that, I know you got some production to do probably today or some rest. So with that being said, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. <laughs> well, you can go to minivids slash Cole Kink. Um, but my link tree is actually Cole Kink 69. And you can find all my links on Cole Kink 69 at linktree.com. So you just do link tree slash Cole Kink 69. There's all my links on there. You can find um, all my stores. You can find videos of me on Pornhub. Just search Cole Kink in Google, and you can pretty much find anything you want. 
Say no more. So, people, another great show in the books. Next time you come back, we're going to do something in the premium smoke room. All so right. We can be, and we're going to put you on cam so they can see that pretty face of yours. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and them pretty titties. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah, sure to wear something cute. <laughs> Almost definitely. So with that being said, people, life is a learned experience. What's the point of the experience? If you didn't learn anything, smoke this over. Thank you for coming, boo. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of Black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and Black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right.